Welcome back to the show. You are listening to episode 68 of In the Hall podcast. Happy to be here with you as always. I had the episode recording last night to release it on Saturday as I promised. And uh, my cat just started going nuts. And so I said, you know what? I will do this tomorrow when I am in a better mood. So here we are uh, a little bit later than I wanted. But it's good to be here with you guys as always. We've got a few topics. I watched that new movie Halloween, Halloween Kills, the new Michael Myers movie. Uh, so we'll be talking about what a piece of shit that was. We got a new male contraceptive, a male birth control, which I find to be very interesting to say the least. A town wizard was fired. So we'll be talking about that. A herd of cocaine hippos, I guess. Pablo Escobar's hippos made the news, and we'll be talking about the Norwegian bow and arrow rampage. Someone went around and went medieval on some people with a bow and arrow, so we'll be talking about that, all that, and more. Enjoy the show. As always, the episode is brought to you by Trill Trees, the finest cannabis in Southern California, if you guys land at LAX or on your way out, you can fly out of LAX with it. Uh, look for the gold-accented packages located again at 2000 Cotner Ave. Hit up at Trill Trees on Instagram. Look for the gold-accented bags. we got a low rider. got the Venice Beach Skate Park. Got about, yeah, six different packages. Very shiny. Pick it up, man. You will enjoy it if you are into the ganj. I got invited to watch Halloween Kills. Those of you who know me know I'm not a fan of horror movies. I prefer comedy or something that puts you in a good mood. Uh, there's enough horror in this world. I don't see the need to watch it on screen in the form of a Hollywood production. And, uh, yeah, man, I... Don't understand this movie at all. It is just scene after scene of a guy with a shitty mask just stabbing people. Absolutely no plot. Uh, I ended up falling asleep about an hour in on the couch, and I woke up at the end. Uh, it's with Jamie Lee Curtis. Apparently she was in the original one in 1978. I only know her from Freaky Friday. I don't watch any of that NCIS Whatever, whatever. I don't watch shows that just go on forever. You know, this week we're going to solve this case. Next week we're going to solve this case. It's like, all right, we get it. Uh, So, yeah, I just, uh, (laughs) anytime they showed somebody on the screen, you were like, they're about to die. And then Michael Myers would come in and just stab them. And then the next scene, you know, I think one of the scenes was uh, there was a black woman flying a drone in her house, one of those little drones. She was drinking uh, some wine, and she crashed the drone, and she was like, man, cheap piece of shit. And then uh, Michael Myers comes out, kills her boyfriend, and then stabs her with a fluorescent light bulb. And I was like, well, that was was a good scene. Then the next scene, you know, he just kills another guy on a staircase. Then they, uh, they allegedly trapped him in a basement lit the house on fire he escapes of course apparently you can't kill this guy i don't know i guess that's the thing about the movie is just a a serial killer that can't be stopped 
and he walked out of the burning house with a with an axe, and there was about twelve firefighters there. One had a saw, and they all had axes and and, and pieces of wood. And he just killed all of them, all 12 firefighters. None of this made the news. I guess uh, I guess in their little world, uh, COVID was still more of an issue. <laughs> it was clog- clogging the news cycle, so they couldn't report on Michael Myers. Just the dumbest piece of shit movie I've ever seen. Uh, again, no plot. And it was just people going, evil dies tonight. We're going to kill him tonight. And one guy had, like, a baseball bat. And everyone was shooting him. The cops shot him. Yeah, nothing stopped him. And, and I just, the whole time, I'm like, everyone everyone had an iPhone because it's, it's no longer the 1978 version. It's the modern version. So everyone everyone has an iPhone. You know, if this, if this guy was around today, for real, everyone would be putting it on their Instagram stories. Oh, here comes Michael Myers. You know, people would be doing TikToks with him. I got nothing to say, dude. It was just, just probably the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, none of these people moved out of their town. One guy's like, he killed my, he killed my pops 40 years ago. And I'm like, and, and you just, every Halloween, he just comes back and kills more people in your town. How come the SWAT team and the military hasn't been involved? You know, if this was legit, the military would have just drone striked the entire fucking town and be like, well, that takes care of it. You know, the CIA would have been involved. They would have tried to, they would have tried to capture him. Like no one captured him. Like no one used like a big net. You know, they would have, they would have netted him and taken him into like some area 51 underground base and like examined his blood and like, how can we, how can we recreate this invincibility gene and create super soldiers? You know, the military would have been all over this shit. It would have been on fucking Instagram. It would have been all over the news, you know. But no, it just it was contained in this little town. It was just this little town's problem. Ugh. I just kept turning around and asking. I watched it with uh, Chip and his wife Ashley, and I'm just like, what is the point of this? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was the main character. I know she's 62, but she looks 602. I guess some uh, some people party harder than other than others in Hollywood, uh, but she she just was looking rough. Um, and then I found this article where she compares Michael Myers to Donald Trump. And at first, I was like, "Well, okay, you know, maybe there is some comparison as far as like you can't get rid of him; he just keeps coming back." Uh, but here it is. She compares she compares the Michael Myers movie to the Capitol riots. And you know what I say? The Capitol riots were more entertaining than this movie. All right. She said that instead of using uh, here we go. The Trump paint the Trumpian provocateur. And she said instead of using a knife, Trump uses Twitter. I don't know if you can compare Twitter to a guy with a knife murdering people, but they'll figure out how to do it in Hollywood. So if you haven't seen the movie and I spoiled it for you, sorry, uh, but I also just saved you 15 bucks. 
on to the next thing. I don't have we don't we don't have segues here. Okay, we're just blowing through articles. And uh, oh yeah, Chappelle's been getting a lot of shit, dude. I, I no matter where you go, Chappelle has a you know someone's writing an article on Chappelle. I haven't seen the special yet, but Nancy was watching it in the other room uh, the other night, and I overheard it. Probably wasn't his best special. Apparently, it was his last one. Um, so hats off to him for. A hell of a career and walking away. I wish these other comics would do the same. Comics that are half as funny that have 49 specials. It's like, can you just, can you walk away? Can can, can, can the next crop rise up? Uh, but yeah, man, he was getting a lot of shit apparently from the alphabet community. Fonto has a funny bit about that. He was like, uh, go check him out, man. Wanna.fonto on Instagram. He, uh... He has a bit. I'm not going to do it, but he was saying he's like the LGBT community keeps adding letters to the equation. I can't keep up. And I'm like, it's so true. What is it at now? It's like LGBTQA, LMNOPQRS. Who the fuck knows? But, dude, I've been making fun of uh, I've been doing LGBTQ com- uh, material for a while and no one gives a shit. You know, I can't wait to defend myself on CNN on a split screen. That would be beautiful. Can someone can someone be outraged at my material? I got about 10 minutes. That's probably worse than anything that he said. <laughs> so, yeah, man, let's get into this. Uh, this new device called the testicle bath wins Dyson Award as innovative birth control for men. So... Uh, It's this device. I'll put it up on the screen if I decide to edit this. Um, It looks like a a beer koozie that keeps your drink cold. But apparently you just, instead of charging your iPhone, you you dock your nuts in it. You just set them in this little cup. Uh, Invented by a German woman named Rebecca Weiss. And she's sitting there holding this device with a little... Smile on her face like she knows it does more than give your sperm a bath. So let's read this article here. It's a sperm-stopping sauna for the scrotum. By the way, a woman coming up with this is makes me want to use it less. I decided to explore the development of a new contraceptive approach for men, Rebecca said. An industrial design graduate from the University of Munich told... The Dyson Awards of her male morning after pill, which she reportedly unveiled for her master thesis, entitled COSO. wonder what that stands for. C-O-S-O, if you guys want to look this up. The Apple-esque device. Yeah, that's what I said. It looks like a damn docking station for your nuts. Uh, it's a reversible and hormone-free male contraceptive device for home use. To use this baby blocking bidet, the bather simply adds water up to the indicated mark, which is set together with a doctor according to the individual's testicle size. So if you got big nuts, I guess you can, uh, I guess it's, it's one size fits all. It's an adjustable size. So if you got big nuts, don't worry, you can still use this. Uh, the man spreads his legs, sits down to place the testicles in the device. 
or as the IFL science described it, you teabag your way to temporary infertility. Yeah, I don't know if that's a scientific term. Uh, you te- <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, you teabag your way to uh, no kids. This kickstarts COSO's prophylactic process, which works by employing ultrasound deep heat for several minutes to temporarily halt sperm mobility in the testicles. So I guess your 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 sperm plays freeze tag when you say when you set your nuts in this thing, uh, effectively preventing swimmers from fertilizing the female egg. So it's a taser for sperm. Uh, Weiss was inspired to create this COSO due to the lack of viable male contraceptives on the market. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to pulling out. How about that? Uh, what do women even trust this if if you know, let's say you go to a girl's house and she's like, oh, did you bring a condom? And you're like, no, don't worry. I'm going to set my nuts in this uh, this device and we'll be good. And she's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Where is science going? You know, we can't solve world hunger, but we got a device that uh, can fucking tase your sperm temporarily. And it says this is reversible. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to see the kids that uh, come out of the come out of someone who's no longer using the COSO. They're going to have like a stutter. <laughs> They're not going to be able to move. They're just frozen. Like, yeah, I've been stuck since I was a sperm. Permanently tased. Uh, but don't flush away your morning after pill just yet, ladies. Progress on COSO has been slow, which experts attribute to the reluctant, the reluctance by pharmaceutical companies to invest in the male birth control. And while studies support COSO's efficacy, getting men to attend multiple contraceptive appointments could prove a challenge. Yeah, men don't go to the doctor anyway. You think they're going to be like, yeah, yeah. This sh- hmm. I don't know if this is going to be a, a long-term thing. The next step is putting COSO through clinical testing phase so it can finally be made available to the public. Let me know what you guys think, man. Would you put your nuts in the COSO to prevent having kids, or would you just stick the pulling out? Let me know at in the hall podcast at gmail.com. Send topics, whatever, hate mail. We'll, we'll accept it all there. I guess you have no choice. It just comes through to the email anyway. Good God. COSO. A coaster for your nuts. I can't wait to see the commercials for this. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those what's the commercial for this thing gonna be like a couple's making out like some like a cheesy condom commercial a couple's making out and she's like did you bring a condom and he goes no I have a COSO and then he just teabags this thing preheats his nuts for 30 seconds ding what does it beep when it's done is there is there a smartphone app this thing's gonna have an app your nuts are ready Ugh, just the way she's smiling, holding this thing, like she she looks like it's. She looks like she knows it does more than just. It probably sterilizes you. How it's reversible? How do you know when your sperm is active again? Jesus. And how does it win an award without being on the market? I don't know. You could win awards behind the scenes. Anyway, 
Testicle Bath wins Dyson Award as innovative birth control for men. COSO. Let me know what you guys think at In The Hall Podcast. I got to get a new email anyway from my my personal email. I have 54,000 emails, and there's no way to, to delete all of them. I can only delete like 300 every 10 minutes. You have to manu- manually delete them. So my, my inbox always goes, error, error, cannot accept new mail. And I was like, well, what the fuck? I've had this email for probably 10 years. And I've accumulated 54,000 emails. Most of it is just garbage. And I have no way of deleting it. If anyone knows Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, she deleted, what, 30,000 in an hour? Or just wiped it? I don't know what email address she had, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to figure out how to get, a, get in touch with her. That would be my one question. If I could ask Hillary, you know, you know, I wouldn't ask her anything about Epstein or any kind of any of the murders she's committed, I would just be like, "Hey, uh, can you help me? <laughs> can you help me delete these emails?" She'd be like, "That's your that's your one question." I'd be like, "Yeah, it's all. That's really all I care about at this point." Another one. Uh, actual town wizard canceled after twenty three magical years. A difficult decision. So this guy was in New Zealand. He's got a pointy hat, the robe. The beard, the long gray hair, the whole thing. Looks like he gave King Arthur his Excalibur sword. But apparently he's just a, I guess, what do you say, cosplayer? Or a, or a psychopath? It's just uh, one of those people you see in New York and Times Square dressed as Elmo or the Statue of Liberty, and I guess you pay to, to take a picture with him. Uh, but this guy was on the... On the uh, the payroll of the community. This guy was getting paid to be a wizard. The official town wizard of Christchurch, New Zealand, has, after 23 years of service, been let go. But it was nothing personal, the town council assures. Ian Brackenberry, Chanel, 88. Damn. So he does look like a legit wizard. I mean, if you're 88 and you're dressed like a wizard, maybe he does know some shit. Uh, he was not just the town wizard. He was the British-born conjurer. More ads, sorry. Uh, in 1990, he was declared the Wizard of New Zealand by the Prime Minister. As town wizard, he performed acts of wizardry, which I guess he just waved a wand around. What, what the fuck is an act of wizardry? For the town. Oh, it was a tourism boosting gig. So I guess he showed up on Groupon as things to do in New Zealand. Um, I'd rather look at the scenery than hang out with this guy. He was paid $16,000 a year, about 12000 bucks, to be a wizard. So what, did he do something else? Does he drive Uber part-time? How do you live off $12,000 being a full-time wizard? Does he get tips? And he was fired for making off-color jokes about women. Hilarious. Let's see what he says. (laughs) Someone wrote, as usual, cancel culture. Went all the way. It trickled all the way down to a wizard. 
Good God. Well, I mean, if he's no longer on the payroll there, he could move to New York or L.A., be on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He'd probably make more than 12000 a year. I just don't know what act, acts of wizardry are. Apparently he said something about if you hit a woman, keep it, keep it low because they bruise easy or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Town wizard. Maybe he was just a crazy person and they didn't want him to go off the rails. And so they just... They're like, we don't want him to like rob a bank or harm himself or others, so we'll just kind of... We'll just kind of pay him to to do his wizardly shit. He couldn't get a job anywhere else. You know, he walked into the bank dressed as a wizard. He's like, oh, I'm looking for a job. And they're like, um, not here, sir. Sorry. Oh, I will put a curse on you. They're like, okay, we need to just kind of, can we, can we pay this guy not to be here? It was like on the New York subway one night. I paid a guy to just shut the fuck up. I didn't tell him that. But it was 4 a.m. And if you've never been on the New York subway, people will play instruments. They'll spin around on the handrails, do front flips and shit, hold out a hat, and they try to make money, you know, as a street performer on the subway. And uh, one night it was about 4 a.m. I was the only one on the subway on the car in the car. And this huge dude comes in with bongos. And he gives the generic speech, hey, uh, you know, if anybody can tip, da, da, da. And I'm like, it's just me, dude, you know. And he just starts playing the bongos and looking at me just just loud as hell. And I'm, like, exhausted. I was coming home from a gig. And uh, he was like, if anybody has any money, again, just me he's talking to, you know. But he's doing the generic statement as if the car was full. I think I gave him 10 bucks and he got off at the next stop and I was just like, technically I just paid this guy to like leave me alone, you know, which again is kind of a good scam. Think about if you could bring just the, not that the bongos are the worst instrument. I kind of like them, Uh, but it's just almost like you, he annoys people for money. It's kind of what he did. So yeah, well, God bless this man. I, I wish him the. I wish him the best. Hopefully he can uh, figure out how to do wizardly acts somewhere else. Yeah, I guess they paid him so they didn't end up like uh, what happened in Norway. A bow and arrow rampage in Norway treated as apparent terrorist attack. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, what what else would it be? A 37-year-old man was charged on Thursday in connection with a bow and arrow rampage in a small town in Norway that killed five people and wounded three others. The police identified the suspect in the grisly assault in the town of Kongsberg, about 50 miles southwest of Oslo, as Espen Anderson Brafen. What a name. The incidents in Kongsberg apparently... Appear to be an act of terrorism. What do you mean apparently? Shot five people with a bow and arrow. And this is what happens when they don't have guns. So they uh, resort to bow and arrows. This was the thing, dude. I had a bit about this. I said, 
I said, I am so pro everybody having a gun as long as we don't go back to swords. Because, dude, as soon as no one has guns, people are going to murder. Murderers are going to murder, whether it's with an AR-15, a handgun, a knife, a bow and arrow. It's just going to go back to uh, middle school. There was a there was an issue in my middle school where kids were, like, fighting with the the metal knives, so they, they gave everyone plastic ones, and then they ended up taking away the plastic knives too. So, I mean, what, are we just going to nerf the whole the whole world? Take away guns, you're going to have to take away knives. This guy, this guy's got a fucking bow and arrow. That's got to be a sight to see. You're just at a restaurant, and you just see the guy next to you, just, this kid fucking has an arrow sticking out of his back. Dude, if I got shot with an arrow... In 2021, I think the last words out of my mouth would be like, what year is this? Holy shit. Fucking third-worlded. Shot right in the arrow and in the chest like a gladiator. Yeah, what do you do now? What do you guys, ban bow and arrows? Then how are you going to hunt? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man, people are going to find a way to do, you know, if someone wants to go on a rampage, they'll figure it out. I mean, in England, dude, I mean, aren't people like, people will run around hitting people in the head with a hammer? It's like, dude, crazy people are just going to be crazy. You got to just, there's no real answer. Just keep your head on a swivel, I guess. Um, And then finally, we got a herd of cocaine hippos. I don't know what makes them cocaine hippos. I guess anything that Pablo Escobar touched, you can put cocaine in front of it. Is that the idea here? What 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 if his if his helicopter goes for auction? This is a, this is a cocaine helicopter. This is his cocaine pencil. Like what are we doing here? Uh so yeah, he has 80 hippos. From the Colombian drug lord's estate, they now present an environmental concern as an invasive species because I guess they're just running around attacking people. So now they're sterilizing them. How are they sterilizing them? Are they using the COSO? Are Are they putting these hippos nuts in the fucking iPhone docking station? I don't know if it adjusts large enough to... To collect hippo nuts. There's got to be some big ones too. Hippos are fucking huge, man. And they run like, what, 30 miles an hour? I watched a thing on like, in third world countries. I mean, in third world countries, people get still get killed by tigers and shit. But a hippo, they run like 30 miles an hour. It's like a, they're like offensive linemen. You know, you look at them and you're like, oh, that, that guy's like 400 pounds. He can't be that fast. And you're like, oh shit, he's moving. He's moving pretty quick. Uh, but yeah, man, the so-called cocaine hippos whose numbers have doubled. Oh, you know some of those hippos are uh, have been fed to, or have been fed people, you know, any of his enemies. And say what you want about these drug lords, man, and these cartels, dude. It makes for great TV. Narcos is a hell of a TV show, man. Especially the first two seasons. I mean, such great TV. And that's the thing. It's like all 
all of these like dictators and rulers and drug cartel, drug lords, whatever you want to call them, they all end up on Netflix. You know, they're all award-winning documentaries, cocaine cowboys. We love that stuff, dude. Everyone pretends, oh, they're they're so evil, and then they go watch 72 hours. They binge watch a whole season of uh, <laughs> uh, of about the person. So it's like, yeah, if the world was so peaceful, there would be no good shows. So yeah, we'll leave it right there, man. Uh, enjoy your week. Again, episode brought to you by Trill Trees. I'll have the link in the description if you guys want to check it out. Uh, like, share, comment. Subscribe, leave a review, everything helps. And uh, yeah, look forward to talking to you guys next week. You want, you want to smoke something? You've seen him perform all over LA. Give it up for Sean Babbitt, everybody. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. This show's not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <they're> blind. <laughs>